0: we <laughs>
1: Welcome to Talking Pigskin, I'm your host, Jeremy McKeon, I'm J-Bone, J- <laughs> J-Bone, J-Bone.
0: <laughs> Johnny Bones, um, B-Dog, the York Towner, sound, sound more
1: excited to be here, buddy, <laughs>
0: <laughs> always excited guys, always excited to be on the show with you guys, what's
1: going on, brother, it's nice how
0: to see much you guys, face. how's your guys weekend,
1: good, mm-hmm. fantastic.
0: Fantastic. Good way to
1: end it with a little, a little bonus cast since uh, our listeners kick ass and they fucking they respond like I knew they would to uh, to three episodes in five days last week and uh, and they you know they played they cl- they click play <laughs> they click play.
0: Like what a pleasant surprise we gave the audience this week.
1: Right. Fuck. He ain't, he ain't slowing like us down in the offseason. and and Robert Kraft isn't slowing down the headlines either.
0: <laughs> Robert, Cla-
1: <laughs> Robert Kraft ain't slowing nothing down. <laughs> just from the sounds of it, like, Man, the
0: Patriots team. ever slow down? What's
1: that? What's that? Do the Patriots ever slow down? I
0: don't no. think they ever slow down. Apparently
1: not. Those six rings are jingling. Yeah, well, yeah, that was that. The, the you know what. For the amount of times that, that, uh, uh, someone that listens to the podcast has told me that, like, we're pretty damn funny, it, the people that make memes for, like, the NFL memes or whatever, like, there's some funny fucking people on the internet, man. God, I don't
0: know, where do they come up with this stuff? Like, I
1: don't know, some of the memes that I saw were pretty, pretty goddamn good on the weekend, man. We looking they for some it. Looking for some scissors, I got some scissors. Johnny papers needs the papers. Johnny papers needs the scissors in the papers. Oh, we lost. Her. So, uh, this week, talking. Yeah. So this week we don't have uh, no mic. We got no mic. Unfortunately. So. Unfortunately. He's got to. Uh, he's got. He. He works two jobs, man. Two jobs. Killing it. Um, he's a busy guy. Yeah, he's, he's a busy sa- guy. He's saving up for a full size helmet. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll get that one later now we're gonna have to put it now we're gonna have to drop that that addition to Definitely the episode the artwork yeah. Mikey Mikey went out and bought himself a new uh, a new Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> helmet this week and, and showed it in our little group chat there and uh it looked good it, yeah it looked dope but uh I didn't realize that it was a mini and I told Johnny that he bought himself a helmet Johnny went and did his artistic uh, put his artistic touch on the uh the reappearing uh, depiction of the the Family Guy artwork, but he put Mike in a helmet, and Mike <laughs> Mike jumps in there like one of my fucking Kelso from that '70s show. Why am I I'm, why am I the only one in a helmet? Where's your Where's your guy's helmets? I know Jerry's got one.
0: Nice
1: so if you fucking throw that in there, then you better make sure I got D Law's autograph on on my helmet and fucking Tyron Smith too. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, will be on the that's when I said
0: I'm gonna get a picture with Peter Kalima's helmet on me.
1: <laughs> but uh, that old bucket. Speaking of speaking of those speaking of those cowboys rather than uh, old style Jofa hockey helmets. Um, we got the three cowboy fans here. Yeah, three cow- three cowboy fans here without uh, without the Jag tonight. So we figured uh, it is a bonus cast. So why not? Uh, basically. Solely focus on the Cowboys. Um, so this is uh, this is gonna be uh, the Cowboys hour or a uh, Cowboys cast, if you will. Um, oh, you see that we just lost eight. Li- we just lost eight viewers. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish everyone hates the Cowboys. So yeah, hey, it's that that's part of the N- One part of the NFL where it basically is black and white and not a gray area. Because you either love them or you hate them. Yeah. That's right. Right? There's it's no in-between like, no in with the Cowboys. There here. usually isn't. I know a f- very limited few people that are like, Ah, they're always I'm on, running. so I might as well deal with it. No. Type of thing or whatever, but not very many. But anyways... The uh, haters I, will still bet with them, though. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Deg- d- degenerates will always bet.
0: Degenerates will always bet.
1: Um, but I digress. Uh... So let's jump right into it, boys. Um, safety. Want to you want to do, do safety talk for the Cowboys cuz I think that's a glaring issue. Um, that's
0: a big issue with us. Um, it's a big I'll, position to cover cause-
1: I I, I want to see I want to see Jeff Heath go back to being a, just a special teams guy. Not that I'm, I don't want to I'm not going to dog on him, but I mean Let's get right into it. Who do you like better as a, like, if we're gonna, if we're going the free agent signing route, is E.T. going home, or is Landon Collins gonna go to a, a hated division rival?
0: I really hope, uh,
1: E.T. comes home. Yeah, I've, I've changed my tune as well, buddy. Um, I've read a great article about how you can disguise so many defensive packages with Earl Thomas the way you can't, uh, with Landon Collins, and although Landon Collins is the younger player and not coming off of a major injury like Earl Thomas is, um, I can't get this article out of my head, um, the fact that you can pre-snap put, uh, Earl Thomas and Xavier Woods both down near the box, and then you can either fake, one of them sprinting back to center field, or you can go all out blitz, You can, you, just so many different things. It's, it's endless. Whereas no one is being fooled by Landon Collins and Xavier Woods, both crowding around the line, because you know one of them's falling out, and you know it's not going to be Landon Collins. It's, it's going to be Xavier Woods. It's so... going be
0: Xavier Woods, absolutely. Yeah. And he flies all over the field, Xavier Woods, and to have him and Earl Thomas there disguised in the defense, I think, is going be would be key for us. Um, and it's hard to go off what he, he only played four games last year but hard to say what he will become but you see lots of other people in different positions come back after injury and excel where they were before so to say Earl Thomas had a bad injury yes and he could come back and be just as good as he was and to have a guy that um, has been on Pro Bowls um, one t- six Pro Bowls, three All-Pros Super Bowl champs, obviously. Yep. Defensive um,
1: captain, great, leader great, in the locker room. Great
0: experience, yeah, captain. Great experience in the dressing room. Yep. Um, could help us, right? Oh, and I think I was we're stuck in that divisional in that divisional rut. We can't get past that hump. Before, um,
1: before I saw a snap this season, I was called crazy for saying that if the Cowboys added Earl Thomas, they would instantly become a Super Bowl favorite. In my mind and everyone that I said it to said I was, like, on glue uh, because they didn't think that the Cowboys' defense was going to be as good as they turned out to be. Um, well, there's McKay scoring a touchdown in the AFA yeah, or just... AAF. Um, I was told by a listener and a good buddy, friend of the show, that we haven't talked about CFL, AAF, or anything at all. So uh, AAF, uh, we got that on in the background. San Antonio just scored a nice 48 uh, yard touchdown to Mikael McKay right down the middle. Um, so there you go, Tim. Uncle Timbo, we talk a little AAF to you, bro. <laughs>
0: um, I didn't think we had a good defense either, and we didn't look like a good defense to start the it, season. We started the season three and five, weren't looking great.
1: But the defense wasn't the issue at that point. It, we didn't have a fucking receiver that could get open at that point. We had no receiver. Um
0: it so, changed when Cooper which changed when Sean Lee got hurt. LVE comes in. We trade our first round pick at Cooper. Yep. Things turned right around for the Cowboys right there.
1: And even more but, it, actually they lost the first game. Don't forget that that we were coming off the bye, we added Cooper. We did We were up 14-7 in the uh Monday night game at home against the Titans and lost 28-14. Yeah, that was a
0: disgusting game,
1: and I and then right there, I thought I was proved right for hating that Amari trade, and boy, oh boy, did I eat crow, yeah. and I was happy to. And Mike, I think Mike thought that I was uh, against that trade so that I could be happy to be wrong, but I was legit beside myself. Like I threw a fit <coughs> that day when Anthony told us on the line that the trade went through, and I was like, we traded a fucking first round pick. Really? I know it was tough about the first round pick, but I was pretty happy to have somebody like Cooper, just because of just. Well, yeah. I didn't watch too too many Raiders games, but seeing him what he did in fantasy, especially when I picked up Crabtree and yeah, all the no, points I altered from you. Then the next year I tried to do it again, and it worked out opposite. That's right. Okay, but yeah, let's stay Anyways, on the, the Let's the, stay on the. yeah, topic with Earl. Yeah, with Earl uh, versus Landon Collins. So are you you're on that side as well, then Johnny. Yeah, I would. I I'd like to see Earl come to D- to Dallas as opposed to landed. You'd have to work out a. You'd have to work out a contract with him, a bigger contract. Cause you know he's gonna be look. You know he's gonna be getting paid. Yeah. Did you you had his career earnings what, up earlier? Yeah. He's, in two thousand fifteen, he was a second round draft pick by the uh by the Giants, I believe. That's right, right. Uh, he signed a four year six point one million dollar contract. So like I mean he hasn't made. More than three-time more... pro bowler. Yeah. Well, sorry, Landon Collins is a three-time pro bowler? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: Landon Collins is oh, a three-time good. pro bowler. I know he's you know, good, 20, but I mean... 2015, 2016, he combined over 100 tackles. Um, but like I said, like I was saying earlier... Uh,
1: he is a free the safety difference, too, I but think, I mean...
0: The difference between them is, like, Landon Collins being on the Giants and their offense not being that great, and their defense always being on the field, they get put into bad situations, worse situations than I see the Seahawks getting put in. That's a good
1: point. Well, wasn't it a mismatch nightmare for Landon Collins to be able to guard uh, Cole Beasley in the slot? Wasn't that a big issue for them, if I remember correctly? uh, I don't recall. Did we lose Brandon here? seems so we'll have to go on without him for man. Um... Phone died. <laughs> hilarious. I thought he was on the... Are you back, buddy? Here's... b Dog. <laughs> I can hear him.
0: Hey, I'm sorry, guys.
1: That's okay. Something died?
0: Yeah. Well,
1: uh, we don't got. Do you got video with us? Yeah, I can see it. Okay. So I hope the audio sounds a little better for the uh, the listener out there. We've. Uh, we're working on little upgrades. Yeah, we're doing little upgrades little by little. We got some video chat going on with Brandon. So, I mean, to us, to us, it actually sounds like he's in the room with us rather than on a uh, speakerphone. Um, so hopefully it's the same with you. We did a little audio check to start here, and it, it sounded a okay. So, back on, back on to uh, Collins or Thomas.
0: Yeah. So, what I was saying about the uh, before we got cut off with the. Go on. Oh, can you hear? Sorry, can you hear me?
1: We can hear you great. We just don't, we see, don't see it. We, we don't, don't see actually... you
0: anymore. Oh, sorry. Hold on.
1: Oh, it's your end. The camera's off. There you sorry. go. We're good. Yeah, hold on here. Nice pajama pants, bro. <laughs> the yeah. good
0: was wearing pants, <laughs> eh?
1: Li- thing you're he wearing he pants. Li- Yo,
0: Brandon, we could... <laughs> <laughs> he lifts the camera right away. I love it. Where was it that way? Yeah, right there, yeah. <laughs> oh, good, love.
1: good thing I'm so- wearing pants, he says.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, it's gotta be like that, just because I can see you guys good, but just the way the camera is.
1: Cool.
0: Um, the way my bank account set that, up. Uh, no, what I was saying about Earl Thomas, or sorry, Landon Collins, being on. The, uh, stats-wise, can be a lot different too because he gets put in different situations. I right. These numbers to might be a little more
1: inflated. Than Seattle. Yeah, because he's on the field more. Is that what? Is that your point, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah, I Are think you? I think that's a good. I think that's a good uh, good thought. Um, was I when we got cut off there? Uh, I was saying to you, I remember, if I'm not mistaken, that Landon Collins was put in awkward positions trying to go, cover Cole Beasley in the slot. Yeah, he, he had trouble covering him. Is that, he, so like, I, I am correct that it, it was this that Landon Collins, right? I, I believe you're correct. Okay, and you made a point also earlier about Earl. How it was a small sample size because he only played in four games, but what I take away from that small sample size is, first thing, he didn't go to camp. He held out trying to get that contract, right, and then played on good faith, I guess, to finish out the contract. So there is a guy that's 29 years old doesn't work out other than like I'm sorry I shouldn't say that because he was showing on like his Instagram feed how what much he was working out on his own. But he did not attend any team activities or anything like that, um, and he showed that even as an older player at 29, like he was in great football shape. Had three picks in the first four games of the season, and even though he played only four games, he actually finished tied for the uh, Seahawks lead with uh, for the, the entire season with three interceptions. He did, didn't he? So so it shows what like happened when he left, like no one else really stepped up and and were, were helping that team get more possessions with takeaways.
0: It was that defense there. In the yeah, back. well, Once yeah. Lost yeah. Sherman and lost uh,
1: Cam Chancellor.
0: Cam Chancellor, yeah. Thank you. Uh, it was a different team, right? And he had to step up, and he was their guy. And he's one of the guys I'd like to come back home and. Of us because him and Woods would be a great duel back there, and um, like I said, I think we have one of the best linebacker duels to have another tandem with Jalen Smith and LVE. Well, I'd like to see Earl Thomas like to come back home and to be in our backfield with Xavier Woods. Like, how are gonna make him better? right? and that in our backfield there, and to also have the duel with uh, linebacker with um, Jalen Smith and LVE. To have that combo as well. Like, could be a fierce defense for us.
1: So, yeah, it, I think I that.
0: Would love that.
1: It's only gonna. It, everything from the back end. Like, if you add Earl, Earl Thomas, it num- automatically makes Xavier Woods a better player. Yeah. Because and he's, he's, a, he's is that better player he, already. He, he can. Oh, and he's progressed. Like, I loved Xavier. I, like, he was my draft crush uh, two years ago, um, oh. and he. Oh, and he kept. Fallen and kept falling and kept falling, and I'm listening to the Cowboys draft show. Shout out to Broadus and Dave Helman and DP Brugler, uh, and they're with Je- uh, Jeff Kavanaugh. Is like they actually uh, had one of the Cowboys brass on their podcast live during the draft and told them like, "Hey, we had a third round grade on Xavier Woods, and like he's still there." Like jokingly saying like, "Go and put a, uh, you know what I mean?" And the and the the guy said, "Like, oh, we've got an eye on Xavier too. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. You said you did say this is live, right? And then like forty five minutes later, they drafted him in the sixth round. It was and it was it, like because I was listening the whole way and hearing it progress. It was awesome. So he's always been like, like the I don't know like like a pet cat kind of deal. Like uh, I like seeing him succeed and earning that starting role. And it was unfortunate that he he had the hamstring issue in preseason, trying to get a pick." You know what I mean, and, and missed a couple games to start the season, so who knows how long it affected him for. But he definitely progressed throughout the year, and he can he can lay a hit, man. I like that's, Xavier. He, Ward- he, did, that's
0: he's a big he did get better finishing tackles. That's
1: why I think he can potentially be interchangeable as a free safety and a strong safety, and that's what I was saying about like disguising it down in the box, where it's like you know, Landon Collins is going to be the free safety because he's he's not. A, they're, like, they're not going to want to leave him in the slot potentially if it's not a run play. I guess that was more so the point I was trying to make with do that. You think Thomas because what did you, do you say those stats were that Cole Beasley had in those games to, with the Giants? His la- uh, Week 17 of last season, 2018, uh, Cole Beasley had six targets, six receptions for 94 yards in and game, a touchdown. The, the, which set up the two-point attempt to gallop for the win, right? That was my old act. That, that was a catch of the, the year background. by Ke- like Come for on. for Beasley. Great throw too. After rewatching it, in one the, the, after rewatching it, I gotta give that props too. That was a great throw on the run. That's the best throw he's ever made in his NFL career. Them. He would probably say that. Sure. Do you know the pass we're talking about, Brandon? Um, which one? Just I think be- I do. Week seventeen to Beasley.
0: Uh, and Beasley, that was unbelievable. Did guys, you say that's really the best throw you've ever seen back ticket. I fucking hated that. But I loved it at the same oh, time. Oh, that's brutal. I did not need them to score that touchdown, but that's unbelievable. And that's why I do not want the Cowboys to get rid of Cole Beasley. Like, that's what that guy gives. That's the heart. Like,
1: hey, you're giving he away segment four, bro. Catch,
0: and he could be so much more for the Cowboys if they just utilized him.
1: I agree, but don't give away segment
0: four. No, I won't. Okay. That's, that's all I'm gonna say. I agree. Okay. We'll so, and do you have later. the week?
1: Do you have the week two stats? The week two stats were not very good. They were not good. No. Okay. They were three targets, two receptions for 13 yards. Ooh. Okay, so that discredits what I was saying a little bit, but, um, I mean, I think they're both great players, and I was the one that was on the on the the side of the fence of wanting Landon Collins because he was 25 years old and. And he's probably going to be less expensive than Earl Thomas, potentially. Landon? Yeah, maybe. Well... He's going to go... For, he's going to be... Like, just think about it. He's going to be going from seeing making... Seeing to be a three-time pro bowler. Right. And he's going from making $6 million in four years. From a, a, on a rookie well, contract, right? Con- this he's going to be guaranteed to be making more than that for just this season alone.
0: Yeah, this is yeah, $1.5 1.5 million. So
1: what he's exactly. think he gets, so, like, I'd be willing to pay him 7. There and that's what I'm saying. So so 7 million is cheap, but it's more than he's made in his entire career. So if he signs a 5-year deal for say 40 something million and $28 of it's guaranteed, that's 6 12 18 24 almost almost five times his career earnings in five more years. It's not the break the bank-breaking contract or whatever, but it, if he wants to win, then maybe that's the type of deal. Whereas Earl is yes an older guy, but he's coming off making 11 million and 10 million, and he wants that Marcus Peters, or sorry, that Eric Berry contract of $13 mil a year. You'd have to make a long-term. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, and oh, oh, and, you, oh. like his career, he Landon Collins four years having. Two 100 yard combined tackles, than possibly could have been four. And this year, missing four games, clearly would have clipped or come close to I think his um, career high of 125 combined tackles.
1: That yeah, Um, that's Collins. um,
0: That's Collins. Um, I think he could be a big player in the back, but is
1: he the better safety in the run game than Thomas? Do you think? Like that's that's more of an opinion, that's like a, from the eye test. You know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. put you on the spot, but
0: no, I think I like E.T. More, a little more there. Um,
1: I just I feel like I Earl Thomas quick, could just I be much more of a different, like an immediate impact difference maker. And it, and it's and it's like that. I I don't think you can undersell the the element of fulfilling that boyhood dream kind of thing. For Earl to for play? Earl. To play like, I believe so, too. And I believe he makes a huge difference for experience-wise, what he could give, to, like what he passed pass down to some of these mm-hmm. younger backs.
0: Yeah, you get a little shorter guy, a little quicker, I find, than Earl Thomas, and you gain more experience. And you, you kind of know Super what you're Bowl getting. Champion.
1: You do know what you're getting with him. A little well, more, pro- I, I little mean, more I, I, proven? It's a little hard to know. To say that, I guess because of the broken leg, like, how do you come back from that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can't, you know. Well, I'm sure anything would be right? would be uh, contingent upon uh, like a physical. Sure, I've seen him. I've seen his some of his workouts, and
0: some of his now. Yeah, you know, he, looks, he seems fine. He looks
1: good. Uh, I don't think he'll miss any time.
0: Yeah, he seems. Landon Collins had no interceptions last year.
1: It's interesting.
0: All games, no interceptions. Hmm. I think Earl had three.
1: He had three in four games. Two against us. Yeah, both so. tipped balls. He, he had three interceptions. He caught one games, with his fucking foot. Yards. Yeah, he did. He caught one with his foot. No, I'd love to see Earl. I, I would, and I, I know that he would really be willing to, to to work something out with them, with the Cowboys. In my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I hope so. I like. I don't like what okay, be about 10 million a year, I'm sure though in that range, if not a little less, but I the going rate, I think 10 to 13. Yeah, remember the that there's no state tax in Texas, right? So he's not giving up fucking 48 of 44% of it. It's so a little lower, taking 8 mil. Yeah, see I I'd love to give him like what how let's let's try to like arm oh. Hold on, let's try to armchair GM this a little bit. Like would you feel confident in giving him a type of a contract like a three-year, twenty-four million, but it's all fully guaranteed? He would be a lot of. Guaranteed. And then it's just I mean, an eight. And then it's just an eight mil a year cap
0: hit. But Is it's that all, with Landon Collins? Sorry.
1: No, with E.T.
0: Oh, E.T. I do you think he goes that low?
1: I don't know. It's all fully guaranteed. Remember. So, if he breaks his leg uh, again, I think, I, tears, I his, I'm tears his ACL?
0: 5. What? I think the lowest if he went would be 9.5. Okay, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying. I don't know if he goes guarantee. low, though. I hope he does. I hope, I hope you're right. And I hope, I, I would, uh, with the 8 million, I hope he would take that discount for the home team. Too.
1: Fully guaranteed money. I'm for of what, Brandon? Like how many years at nine point five? Three, and fully guarantee it. No, no. Twenty eight point five million dollars to a thirty year old, fully guaranteed for three years. Coming off of a broken leg, you sound insane right now, bro. I don't there's no. no me I mean, right come now. on. Like there's literally one fully guaranteed contract in the league and it's for a quarterback who oh, played my. his cards absolutely perfect coming off of back-to-back seasons on the franchise tag which had also never been done before. They've got bigger issues to work out with paying people money. Yeah, like we've got to be able to re-sign D-Law, Byron Jones, Dak, Zeke, and Amari. Now, As I you, said, we
0: have three years max to win a Super Bowl.
1: That's I kind of agree.
0: If they win a Super Bowl next year, it's
1: gonna be it would be amazing. But it would almost hurt them just with the, the money that they're gonna have to like at that. Well, unless they do a lot of those contracts this year, yeah, you get three or four of those five out of, uh, out of the way. Like if you extend, not to jump too far ahead, but if you extend Amari this year, all you do is lessen his cap hit. If you put it into signing bonus and make it a little bit back end heavy, because his cap hit right now is thirteen million for this upcoming season. But if you extend him early before you need to, at the end of next season, right when he would otherwise be a, a free agent, if you do it now, and and give him say like a fucking forty-five million dollar signing bonus or something like that, and then the however the contract language is that it 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 keeps it a, a decent base, you could get his base down to around like in between seven point five and nine. No, be too bad. Which would it, like which would then like take four mil off the cap hit as it is right now, mm-hmm. which that they already have fifty three million to spend, and so and I saw an article again today, that uh, I won't even tell like which which it was. I won't say their name on this podcast. They, they said the Cowboys are in cap hell. Get the fuck out of here. Well.
0: And well, releasing said, a couple key players is key, and like I've been saying for a bit now, there's a wide receiver.
1: Uh, who, oh. sorry? What's that, sorry? What are you saying?
0: No, I said, and to go over with the salary cap and stuff, like uh, we've been talking about, like, one guy I would like to see go and, and free up some space. Um, you said uh, we'd save $5 million if we cut Alan Hearns.
1: Uh, yeah, you pay 1.25 in dead and save five. Is that your transition yeah. point to talk wide re- receivers? Nope. Oh, no. Oh, okay. No. I
0: was, uh, with your, with, uh, what Johnny was saying with
1: the cap and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so, I think, uh, I, th- I think Earl would be good so they would, you can give him, even a two, three-year contract Work something out, even a two-year one, to fully guaranteed, or and it and it really it it won't hurt the cap too much and it's it's somebody that makes a you know make an impact direct it'll make an impact right away on the defense for sure like he's made fifty six million in nine years and you just it gives you another couple of years to see what you want to build what you got to do well even you just know, like the, the rest you're saying of if you give him two year contract well. and you don't even have to stay stuck on the fully guaranteed like well, I'm saying but just I don't think he's going to... Going to sign a two-year contract, but let's say he, he does. He wants a longer one. Yeah, he's he's gonna want, He wants a big contract. like well, I guess he wants to want now be thirty-two and looking for? He a job. wants to be like that's what kind of scares me about. Like like he like Brandon brought up the point that he moved his family to Austin, Texas. Oh okay? well, yeah, I no. It's three and a half hours away from Put
0: Dallas. Put his kids in a new school. Yeah,
1: it's three and a half hours away from Dallas, bro. Yeah, yeah it's been
0: healthy though since two thousand fifteen.
1: So you think he'll he'll work it out with them? No, I don't know, but like I'm just saying, it's not like he moved to Dallas, and oh. he and he's like he Austin, Texas is three and a half hours away from where they practice so at, that's, at that's Valley a good Ranch thing. or not at Valley Ranch? No, it's not. Why? It's not that far for he, him to drive to work. Three and a half hours every day? Are you fucking mental? Seven hours in, in commute time? Sure, I guess. He will live. He will live fifteen minutes from the fucking facility, Houston? the Star in Frisco, like everyone else does. What about Houston? Well, he's closer to Houston than Dallas. That's Is why it's still open that he might somebody? play for the Texans. Yeah, they're gonna let Tyler Matthew walk probably. Oh yeah, because of Matthew ah. commute. You think a professional athlete would drive three and a fucking half hours a day? Then he, then he fucking gets. In Edit the point. I'm not gonna hang you like that.
0: Well, why? Then he gets.
1: Because that's absurd.
0: I and know. he rides a bike. He doesn't even
1: have a driver's he, license. Do so you he, think he, he would do that? Earl Thomas? <laughs> oh, you fucking... <laughs> they him. have an apartment somewhere at the place. That, yeah. You know? Like, his well, family might stay in Austin, sure. But, like, he would move. Sure. He would have to buy a place. He wouldn't commute seven hours every well, whatever. day. whatever. He'll fucking have an apartment. Fucking count? Whatever. Buy he a needs. house. It makes 56 still... million in nine years. I'm just saying, it's not the... the my point is, is that it's not... A overwhelming thing that, well, like he's number one. He's Seattle. from it is, it is. But he's from Texas. Grew up in Texas. Texas boy. His family's probably still in Texas. Like yeah. His mom and dad. Yeah, and, and now his kids and his wife uncles. are with him, and he enrolled exactly. two of the three kids in schools. Great. I'm just saying, it's just as clo- it's just as likely that he could go to Houston, sure. if if he if he thinks he can get the money that he wants from Houston, and he knows that. Because like the all the rumors out there is that there's a heavy flirtation between Dallas and Earl Thomas at the moment, and they want a they want a cheap Earl Thomas. So, you know what I mean? Who knows? Nobody ever wants to sell themselves short, so they're not gonna. But if you if you if you're Earl Thomas and you truly believe in that team, then maybe you take a di- like a discount. Or you structure the language of the contract and the years and the guaranteed money in a way that you wouldn't for any other team because you believe in winning in that short window.
0: Yeah, and he's play, he's been in the league for nine years. This will be his ninth season. That's nine right. years, and to come play at home—that's
1: like, what I mean. It's a not? dream come been, true for the guy. You've been in the
0: league for so long. You've made you made money, and to come play and be around family and home. And well, to wrap uh, this up—that's up, that's a great chance to, and you're coming to a team that has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Um, like I said, we've got to get over that hump at the divisional round. But They were a
1: top we 18 can. at the end of the year. Yeah. They were a top 18. So. Which is crazy, coming from 3-5. and five, Yeah. With a lot of young talent. He's
0: played against us, he's lost against us, That's he's beat us too. To see someone like Earl Thomas come in. That's why I agree. And, really and that's why I was... Oh, that
1: was my point that I missed on making. So even if... It, like, let's forget about what the contract is, but let's just focus on two years. If that's all we... If we get Earl Thomas and all we get is two years out of him, the impact on every single player on that roster, on both sides of the ball, from his leadership on the field, on the locker room, and the example he sets off the field, will shape help shape the rest of their careers. Yeah, I totally agree with yeah. that. I really do. That's like a two-year, 17-million-dollar short... contract yeah. sound. Well, fuck, sign me up. Fully guarantee it. even. Sign me Fully up, Fully
0: guaranteed 2 years, 17 mil.
1: I would love that. Yeah. I would absolutely love that. Okay, let's let's move on away let's... from the safeties, because I don't think that there's going to be much interest from the Cowboys on Tyron Matthew, because there wasn't last offseason. He's a year older now. Um, same with Ha Ha Clinton Dix and and Lamarcus Joyner. You don't think Joyner and or Colin, he's going to take too much? He's going to be too expensive because other than those guys, they're not going. I don't think they're going to really. Well, they didn't like Kenny Vaccaro last offseason either. Well, same not with George Riley. A lot of money win. for somebody other than somebody like Thomas. They might spend a little That's more the, than they would want. He's like, the exception. Yeah. So anyway, okay, moving on to tight ends. Tight ends. Tight watch the Hold on a second Just watch that Headphone sound bro It really It actually sounds like You're involved in a poker game Sometimes
0: Sorry man he, all He's faking his cell And he actually does Have an open Oh table. yeah he's playing
1: A table right now I think I've think I played a table here.
0: i got two Two tables going on The yeah, other that, I that, That's his uh, No that's, way do you that's his no, blind dog. you Too bad beats that I couldn't play anymore.
1: Oh, that sucks. Yeah, you got you got killed when you were on the phone with me earlier. Um, anyway, so yeah, tight ends. Yeah. Um, I think tight that, ends, uh, I think
0: is a huge uh, we need uh, huge upgrade. Well, not huge upgrade, but
1: we're just laughing at your notes covering the camera.
0: Oh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, am I am I I uh, shuffling poker chips again? No. No, I think uh, tight end is a, a spot that the Cowboys uh, should focus on. Like we have Jarwin, um, he shows potential to be a good future tight end for the Cowboys. But I uh, I, I like this guy. Like uh, like his inconsistent. He's far like far too often. He's unproductive for us when he's on the field. And I would love to see them go after uh, like we were talking about earlier, Tyler Iver, If uh, speculation that maybe he could come to Dallas. Uh, uh, Jared Cook from Oakland, big body. He had a good year in uh, um, in Oakland this year, and also uh, Jesse James with uh, Pittsburgh having McDonald Pittsburgh. there. Jesse James could be a big tight end body for Dak to throw to. Good for blocking as well.
1: I I haven't even I I I didn't even know he was a, a free agent. Actually, I must have missed that name. That's interesting. Um, well, they just, like, Schultz isn't going anywhere. I mean, they just spent a, whatever, th- uh, fourth round pick on him last year, I believe. Uh, fourth or fifth. Anyways, um, maybe Johnny Stats want to pull that up. Mm-hmm. Schultz draft uh, draft pick last year, what round it was. Um, but he's not going anywhere. That's a draft pick. Uh, I think the the Rico Gathers experiment uh, is probably over. Um... Maybe that was over
0: uh, Jeff Swam, I think...
1: I think, so I think, think Jeff swam walk. walks. I think he's gone. So, I mean... Yeah, so, if that's the case, then we're left with Jarwin and Schultz. And while I, I think there's some upside with them, I need to see more before I trust going in like just two of them. Uh, especially with yeah, how like, much we... have a solid
0: 1-2 tight end to go into this season. If we want to make this big push. Yeah. Like, can they... Be our two tight ends to carry us into the uh, playoffs and go for that championship.
1: See, that makes me think if,
0: um,
1: like a hypothetical, if the Redskins cut Jordan Reed, would you be interested in the Cowboys going after him, even with his injury history?
0: Um, I don't know if I trust him. Like I. I, I like I like uh, him a lot. I think he has been a great tight end throughout his career. Had, but the injury part scares me. Like I don't know if you can trust that. If it's like too much money for the return. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you don't you don't like that.
0: I don't really like Reed.
1: Okay. Um. Like I guess I like it more than you. Uh. You mentioned Eifert earlier. Eifert would be good. I. I I think he's uh, he had a
0: good rapport with uh, Andy Dalton there, and I think uh, Dak Prescott. How how good was he? I, f- I forget
1: with uh, uh, Jason Witten. Uh, I mean, I mean Whit, no Tony Romo Jason Witten relationship. Yeah, yeah, that was a good duo. Wit Wit was run about as fast as Eli Manning. Yeah, the last point. couple of years. <laughs> he was, he was, I, I mean, I love. I love that they call him Gold Jacket Wit, in that locker room, or like they did when he was still playing. Uh, and I don't know. I th- I've <laughs> I've had I've heard more people starting to be as critical of him as we were in the booth, about him, uh, like saying just give it up and go coach.
0: Yeah, that's. that's He's true. not very
1: good on Monday Night Football, man. It's too bad. But... No. <laughs> the truth.
0: Like, why are they so bad
1: there? Well, it's, I think it's, to be honest, I think it's the whole dynamic with having even, Booger down on the field on that fucking weird platform. Even this 2017 season, I mean, six, 63, 63 receptions, 560 yards. Yeah, no yards after catch. 87 targets only. How many five, touchdowns do you have? Five touchdowns. It's not bad. I mean, it's not good. Well, so a there's a lot of uh, let's see. It's not a, not a huge season. I don't think they have the replacement for Jason Witten on the roster currently. No. Like, no. they don't have the heir apparent. You know what I mean? I expected a little more from Schultz coming out of, uh, was it Stanford he played for? Is that right? He just had it pulled up there. I think it was Stanford. Um, which is, a I mean, you know, a blocking. or a, a, They expect a lot of blocking out of their tight ends. Uh, run heavy team, right? Stanford, Stanford yeah. Um, so I mean, and he's a frick shit house, 244, man. So I expected a little bit more. He struggled early in the season with his blocking, and he lost could a lot be of maybe some time, mechanical issues, and who knows? You like, look, he has twelve receptions, one hundred sixteen yards, bro. That's not bad. That's a- what? Twelve what? receptions for the entire season, one hundred sixteen yards. Well, no, just put the, uh, the production on the yards, He's only got. Yeah, it, it's a first down home? to catch, basically. That's
0: what I mean. So if Tyler they if Tyler Eifert was um, on Dallas Cowboys' radar, his last contract at four years, $8.2 million, I think it was? Yep. roughly around there. What type of contract would you offer him? What type of contract do you think the Cowboys are in a position to offer him?
1: Well, I mean, there's domino. Do you go effects.
0: short-term? Do you go th- two-, three-year contract?
1: Well, because I like, Say, younger, I like the two younger, because I like the two younger guys, I wouldn't give him a long term contract. I'd give him a short term Be- contract
0: because of Jarwin and Schultz.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd give him a short term to maybe help their development and and you know what I mean further their uh, their progression along and, and maybe he's the number one and and your hope is that they earn that spot. From him while he's still on the roster, and you don't have that many guaranteed monies into him, it's like a team option on the second year, and you go, "Thanks for helping out the young guys, and see you later." That's my opinion. Like I don't, especially because I don't trust him coming off the injuries.
0: Yeah, because what does he? How many games did he miss um, last year?
1: I think he missed the entire season. Did he not, Tyler Eifert? He He tried to come back and he he he, couldn't. Well, pull up Tyler Eifert's career stats. Um, Johnny's just in the pull that up right now. I was just looking
0: at some other.
1: And I don't think that we're going to. play d-
0: two games last year.
1: Yeah, so two he, games yeah, last so year, missing so the so entire played, season the year before, I believe. You know who his, his brother in law is, right?
0: Oh, wow. He hasn't played a full. He hasn't played. So he came into league in 2013, 15 games. Yeah. Played one game in 2014, 13 games in 2015, 8 games in 2016, and then two games and four games. Yeah, so that he's, not he's been, good, very, not, as I
1: told you, injury-plagued.
0: That plagued, would not yeah. be a good
1: investment. Yeah, injury-plagued. Um, yeah. That's why I said short-term. Where,
0: where what, I heard that, because I heard that earlier today from Buzz around around. He, he was used to it. I think his name in there. I think After get. looking at that, that's not good money to be thrown out there for Cowboys.
1: No. Not long-term. you got to no, be That's this yeah, thing, remember... Like, they're, they've never like they haven't been major players in free agency in a long time so don't expect too much like if we get Earl Thomas then like pfft, you know what I mean like
0: you sign your you just we just uh, sign our I would I would like uh, to see them core guys for before
1: yeah yeah exactly because we draft so well it, it's a it's it's line one basically for us to retain our stars. And, be, and like I said, because we've been drafting so well, we've got a lot of them, right? So like I don't expect them to—I don't expect them to do that—that that much. Like I don't expect them to have a Rams type of off season last season, where like everyone and their mother knew that the Rams were going all in on that season. They got to the Super Bowl, like it they, they wasn't enough once they got there. But I mean, they were—I don't
0: know what the fuck—you should have been there, but got
1: there. You can't fault—you can't. Yeah, that's true. But you can't fault them for their aggressiveness in the offseason last year. While they were going all it, out. They, it typically they, they is they bad team building to overspend in free agency, but you know what I mean? So. I don't know. Little food. At the same time we're I say that. Little food for thought. I would kind of like to see them go get Earl Thomas and lock up uh, you know, th- their own guys that, they, that we know they need to resign and then uh, m- maybe go and get I uh, I don't know, an Indomitian Sioux to plug up the middle and hope that you get playoff Indomitian Sioux before the Super Bowl and not regular season Indomitian Sioux and then all of a sudden maybe there's someone else getting double teams other than DeMarcus Lawrence right?
0: right?
1: I don't know if you got Earl yeah. Thomas on the back end, that automatically makes Byron Jones and uh Cheeto better in front of him. It makes Xavier Woods better. It probably makes both the damn linebackers better who uh, me and Brandon already think they're the best duo in the league. Well, you know what I mean? And then it yeah, and then it, they, than, it uh, makes James Randy Smith Gregory and Malik LV. Collins better too.
0: And and he he was a beast. Hundred and forty tackles L V E? Yeah,
1: man he—that's why. but like once Lee he went down,
0: he was a monster.
1: Absolutely, he was. That's why, like, you know, I like, go back to a couple episodes ago with the picking the the winners for defensive players of the year or whatever mm-hmm. rookies. I, I, I know you gave it up. I, I, I just gave it up to the, give him a shout out in a way because of he did have a great season for being thrown to the wolves. <laughs> no pun. Yeah, that's true. But. but like I said last week, he's he's the one that came up with a fucking wolf carcass. <laughs> you know, so, they threw him to the Wolves and it worked out for them. But, um, yeah, yeah, so I don't know about, yeah, like, tight... It, like tight ends definitely, like, is something they need to address, but, I mean, we're, I think we're kind of undecided on what type of approach they might take. So I don't want to spend too, too much on tight ends. You know what I mean? No, if we're, absolutely not. It's, if we're not it's just a what we It could be just a little
0: boost just to give the rookies a little moment, a little, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I'll do this long edit here, so I can't think of the word.
1: I don't know, Um, but I I was going to transition anyways, because I'm going to stop recording and start a new, new point, so, um, anything else to add on tight ends, though, like, you got anyone in mind? You didn't like my, uh, my thought about what's his name there, um. Do you think they're gonna go after a tight end in free agency? Yeah, because I don't think I think it's a waste of a draft pick. Jared Cook, maybe. Like, Jesse when's the T- last time a rookie tight end, other than like Dallas Goder, had a great rookie season as a tight end? Oof. It's a very hard position because wow. you know why? You know why it's so hard for tight ends to make the rookie uh, adjustment in the NFL because they need to learn the entire playbook. They need to know every run play and they need to know every pass play.
0: Jared mm-hmm. Cook had a good year, 68, 896, six touchdowns. So Who was that, Jerry Cook? Good body, good hands. Yeah, he Jared ru- Cook. He, but I just don't know what his salary would be. I
1: don't know, but he, I know he ruined our playoffs in 2017. Yeah, well, there's a few decent uh, tight ends in, in free agency here. Yeah. A couple young guys and a couple older guys. I'm not seeing them. This Tyler Croft, this Jared Cook, um, Jesse James, James, like Brandon said, Jesse yeah. James,
0: Jesse James had a decent. Season. I think Jesse James good. 16. His blocking's is underrated. Um, his stats aren't overly like, wowing. One hundred twenty receptions, eleven hundred eighty nine yards, nine touchdowns, four seasons. Yeah. but he's a big body, big body for Dak to throw to.
1: It's almost like you knew what Johnny just highlighted for me. He like read what you were, or he highlighted mm-hmm. what you were saying. That was pretty cool. So really? yeah, Jesse,
0: he could be a nice target for. Uh, yeah, maybe. To he's go a after. big body,
1: six seven. Yeah. seven
0: 260. That's huge. And like I said, they have what Vance McDonald's. See and that's... Pittsburgh. And I yeah. I think
1: I think that. Frame, like yeah, he's he's Vance proven McDonald's. he's proven that he can you know he, I mean like you <clears> said <throat> it's only. Nine touchdowns, but he's got 116 career receptions, so that's 104 more than than Dalton Schultz has. <laughs> you know what I mean? And nine more touchdowns, and like a fucking thousand more receiving yards. So, he's not going to be a liability in the run game, and he's definitely going to be an upgrade in the passing game. So, right? He's got some experience, I think he come in and learn the book, learn the plays. Yeah. yeah, I don't think the language would be too much different in Dallas's... Uh, you know what I mean? Philosophy than than Pittsburgh, so um, yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to uh, linebackers. Okay, so for whatever reason, I don't know why, but we lost that whole second segment. Um, Did you really? Yeah, when you called back, it like it or whatever. When Johnny called back on that app, the it goes like it went to my phone and the. The thing as well, and it—I don't know—it cut it out.
0: What from where? What part?
1: The entire uh, Sean Lee linebacker talk, which all the way. Yeah, I think so. So mm. I mean, we can just quickly recap it that we all agree we think that if Sean Lee's not taking a a pay cut, then like bye bye, save yeah. save seven mil against the cap, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I
1: agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, do you want to move on to the wide receiver room in Dallas, then?
0: Yeah, let's talk about that, like what um, they need their address there.
1: Well, um, I think we're locked in with, with Amari Cooper as the number one and Gallup as the number two. And then you can argue... Who's a, who's an expendable option uh, at receiver and who needs to be retained. Uh, instantly, I think of Alan Hearns. You you can pay a million to cut him and save five, right? You disagree? Really?
0: You said, um, no, you said you would cut Alan Hearns or keep him?
1: Cut him. Oh, you cut out Lone Hurts? Yeah. I don't necessarily think they will, but I think it's uh, the right thing to do financially, and, like, I keep saying it's a young man's league, and coming off of that fucking horrific injury, maybe, I don't know how exactly they would do it, if maybe, they're, like, an injury settlement, if they have to cut him injured. Like, that's how I, that's why, like, I wasn't, too sure when you brought it up about, like, cutting him and saving the 5 mil. Like, he's injured right now. So, I don't know how that works with cutting a guy that's injured. Who is this? Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns, yeah, I
0: know his Alan 30. yeah, I'm not sure of the injury pro- protocol there either, but I... You don't know how he's going to be running when he comes back, what type of football player...
1: Bro, um, the last time yeah, I saw him, was makes, plays, players, the makes
0: play- People come back after big injuries and are even a better player, so... Um, that's true. But to save five million, I to save five million, I think it's great for the Cowboys where you can get a cheap player in the draft or maybe get a a, a fourth spot wide receiver cheaper in free agency than six point two five mil.
1: Yeah, or you know maybe promote from within and give Noah Brown more more snaps. Yeah, get Noah
0: Brown. Um, like I said, I'd love them to. I'd rather release Sean Lee and keep Cole Beasley. But would Be- Beasley stays not happy here. Like, is he going to have another unproductive season, uh, uh, underutilized by Dak in our offense? Like, after seeing catches like he did week 17 against the Giants, uh, the kid can catch the ball. The kid's fast. He is like an Edelman, I think, in the slot. Small guy, always catching the balls, big third down. Receiver for us, I think, in tight spots. Yeah. And I'd rather use the money with Colt Beasley than Sean Lee, but just, like Cole Beasley's not happy. He'd rather go to a team where he can make more money and be a good player for them.
1: I think you're right. I think that's a good point. But you also bring up a good point. If you cut Sean Lee and save seven mil, would you use that like that seven mil and give that to Beasley? Like, what type of money does he want? I don't know if he's
0: 7 mil. Maybe he wants 5 mil. He's, what, 3.4 mil right now? Does he want 4.5? 4.3? I'm not sure.
1: See, it's... Like, um... Remember that we drafted Cedric Wilson last year and never got to see him play either. And he's a a burner, if I remember correctly. He's a fast dude. So that could... Actually, that could potentially be an option in the slot for us next year, too. I don't know. Do
0: you almost, do you almost go, like you said, Cooper 1, Gallup two. 2, sign Beasley, he's their number 3, put Noah as our say, number 4, Cedric to number 5, and draft a good wide receiver as our 6th. Yeah. But then we have Tavon Austin. Does Tavon Austin, sorry, go 4, Noah Brown go 5, Cedric Wilson go six.
1: Cooper, Gallup, Wilson, Brown, and potentially Lenore, but I don't know if he's ever gonna like break through. And uh, Johnny tried to do that quiet. That was the loudest. That was the loudest beer open. I can even still see the spike was on no there try the front. That. There He There's did. He try. P- he hit it in the corner <laughs> behind his body. That's funny. Um, but. Uh, I think... But you know
0: who a guy I would also like to see if we didn't? If we lost Cole Beasley, we'd lose Sean Lee, we have $7 million to spend? John Brown.
1: John Brown from the it Cardinals?
0: Who was, Balt- was on Baltimore. Baltimore he Form- was at $5 million last year. Formerly from the Cardinals? Yeah. Formerly from the Cardinals. He's a good deep ball threat down the field, good catcher.
1: Well, we all know how well Dak throws the ball down the field.
0: <laughs> I know, not that. I know. <laughs> <well>. <laughs> So, hmm. but I like the guy also. Chris Hogan's up there.
1: I don't like Chris Hogan. Uh, Without Tom Brady, he's I a cross like, player.
0: I, don't tell me I drafted Tom Brady and Chris Hogan this year in a draft, and it made me <clears throat> sick. First time I ever had Brady in the draft.
1: Not so. in my not in the league you but beat. I, not, eh? that, not in the what's league that, you beat me in the
0: finals. So, hey, what's that? story? not in the league.
1: Not in the league that you beat me.
0: No, but yeah, I would. I would. I
1: would like to see them offer Cole Beasley. Uh, what do you? What if we? This, a here's, here's a little crazy thing that I haven't said to anyone yet, but I've been flirting with whether or not I want to say it out loud. What are the odds, or what? What do you think about the potential, or what it would look like if they bring back Des Bryant to finish out his career in the slot? as an Anquan Bolden type. Do it. I do know it, Johnny's all over know, I was
0: it. Just looking at this list and I literally probably fifteen seconds before he said that I just scrolled to Des Bryant's name. And through my head I was thinking after his injury would he maybe come back and sign with Dallas for
1: lesser a money contract. And 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 maybe he you know what I mean but but specifically put him in the slot and let him be an Anquan Bolden type. and Because at certain packages, say like the red zone, then you throw him out in the X spot and throw Amari in the, the slot. And then you can get Amari coming on drag routes, or you just iso-dez in the red zone, and maybe Dak does get better. He takes the Dan uh, Marino approach, and he does evolve his accuracy through dedication and hard work and time, and, up the fade. you know, the, the old, the old 10,000 hour rule, you guys know that theory, right? Any, 10, any, hours any craft, any anything. craft that takes 10,000 hours to become, a uh, like, a specialist in that craft. 10,000 hours. Does Dak have his 10,000 hours yet? I don't know. It's just um. a little food for thought. Right? Like... I don't think none of us hate that. And as much as I was on board with Cut Dez, it was because of the 16 mil price tag attached to him, too. Like, I think that would be a perfect way for him to end his career, is to come back, and, like, he technically never played for another team. He got injured in practice with the Saints. Uh, I'm sick
0: of his attitude, Dez.
1: Which attitude? The attitude that was portrayed or the actual attitude? Of I just think wanting the actual intention like, just win. like, "Give me that ball,
0: give me that ball." Like, what are we see, talking the, about? Like, see, all the no, I mean, wide open.
1: That's the misconception. Yeah. I don't think it was necessarily that. I think it was. It was him talking up other guys, and it's so aggressively uh, put out because he's such an intense dude. It looks like he's cursing them out, but all he's doing is talking them up. We heard. Time and time again when he's mic'd up that what looks to be craziness on the sideline is him just telling DeMarco Murray that he's the best damn running back in the league.
0: Give Sean Who the best running back
1: in the league. Sean who the best running back in the league.
0: Hand off Murray coming left, cuts right, into the middle. 15-10, makes a man miss five, goal line, touchdown,
1: boom, hey, you show me
0: the best. Hey, that's nasty. That's nasty. Hey, that is nasty. Let me tell you something, bro. I ain't trying to put no pressure on you. But
1: you keep running the ball like that, bro. Yeah. We're gonna be in that postseason. Oh, hey, 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 hey! And it's all from that, bro. Hey! Let's lock in. Right now, let's end it. Let's end it. Remember he's that just that so pumped up. Remember that up. one? Yeah, he's yeah, just so pumped true. up. This is, we're talking about the same guy that used to have to get IVs point. in pregame because he'd be so goddamn jacked up in pregame.
0: Right? He's, a, I love he, he gives this. 120% in pregame. <sighs> 60% on the field. Not. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I don't want to stay too long on that hypothetical, but... It's just <laughs> something no, that's, I thought of.
0: That's,
1: that's I know Johnny likes it. It's fun to throw up there. I always... Uh, so yeah, I like uh, maybe because uh, I, I I don't think Beasley's gonna be back. I like I, you touched on it. I've said it a couple times. He's not happy. Uh, he's he's put up those tweets where cool, he's
0: not happy. And I heard what uh, really was I saw not earlier happy. today no, that no, no, um, the his Vikings feed? Might, I not. should Hold be up. maybe interested in picking him up. I'm always not.
1: What well, sorry, I didn't hear you, Brian.
0: No, I, was, I saw a thing that uh, the Vikings should maybe be interested in picking up Cole Beasley uh, going with Kirk Cousins going to Minnesota he was, was always his tight end and I look at number three slot receivers almost like a tight end right and uh, with Cole Beasley and those slant routes like him and Kirk Cousins could be um, a good little combo for the Vikings, be, be a good little add to their team Vikings are always good. I think I don't know what happened with them last year, a couple of injuries and that. But I think they'll bounce back next year. And yeah, who knows where would what happened with him?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm so side. I'm so sidetracked and stoned <laughs> with all these fucking screens and shit in here. Now I'm not used to having like a professional looking podcast. <laughs> The new s- world. Yes, it is a new world. We're used to slumming it in the fucking bunker. But uh, honestly the front we ain't pe- office we ain't no more. The front <laughs> the front office pushes who they want to get the ball. I haven't been a huge priority in that regard. Maybe that will change, but I'm not sure. More balls to come my way in two minute drill where nothing is planned. And that's true. When it, when Dak is just freestyling that offense, more mm-hmm. balls did come Beasley's way. Um doesn't mean I'm gone. I'll play anywhere I can make more of an impact. I would love for that to be Dallas or anywhere else that will give me more pops to make an impact. I just want a ball. It's hard with three to four ops a game. You know, it's it, interesting The Hoover thought. He backpedaled a little bit after, saying every team's game plan in pro sports is dictated by the front office. I don't know. So much about that. (laughs) Uh, I think he's gone. I I do. I think he's gone. So let's operate on Cole Beasley being gone then. Uh, Yeah, I agree. If Cole Beasley's gone, then you got to resign Tavon Austin. I think, and I think you can get him on the cheap, like you did this past time when you traded for him. Um, Because he's he's at
0: seven mil, Tavon Austin.
1: Well he's a free agent, right? Yeah. He's a free agent, so I mean bring him back for fuck I don't know 3.2 half of that. Yeah. One year? One year. Prove it deal. That's not
0: a bad option for him. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I would like to see him go this <laughs> early because I was happy when we got him from St. Yeah. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> I like his I like uh Austin's option better than Alan Hearns.
1: Yes, yeah. See I, fuck. At the same time, it's not too expensive. Like with with Hearns on the books currently, we still have fifty five million to play with. So if you keep yes. Hearns you keep Herns on the roster Stop. as a six spot, like as as a wide receiver six, and he earns his way back into the four rotation or whatever. Like that's good depth, man. Like we're talking about Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, uh, Cedric Wilson. Tavon Austin, Noah Brown, and Alan Hearns. That's a pretty decent wide receiver
0: room. That's a great question. Now, with Gallup, what do you think he needs to do to be that legit number two wide out? Uh, Be. Dak, just Dak, just be a better thrower.
1: <laughs> well, number one, be eight months older than you were at the end of uh, this season, at the start of next season, right? So he's okay. going to be a little bit more mature as a man, he's going to be a little bit mature, m- more mature as a player. Hopefully, right. uh, hopefully,
0: a little more experience under his belt. A little
1: more experience under his belt. Let's hope that he he hangs out with Amari Cooper, and they run routes together all off season long because that's going to make him a better right. route he had runner. Yeah, no,
0: no one don't no want to really mentor him. Well, coming actually, in, I can't say mentor him. Uh, no, like, in. To, like a big star wideout.
1: Until Amari got there,
0: put yeah, to put under his wing. <laughs> I agree. Not saying that our other wide receivers can't do that and mentor someone. I'm just saying that we didn't have that true wideout.
1: Yeah, him, him, came. him, so, Hearns and oh, yeah, Tavon seem does... to be tight.
0: What's that sorry? Uh Gallup,
1: Hearns, and Tavon seem to be like a group of like a group of friends. Yeah, so like which matters on that's the field for, when you when you like hanging out with the dudes you got to go to work that. with every we need day, that like family makes work better, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: That's all my point is. Um, so, like, if you operate under that, and let's say that they do add a draft pick at 92 or in the 4th, and, you know what I mean? We hit on that the way we've been hitting on draft picks lately. They got the fifty eight and 90th. Oh, is that right? 58th and 90th? I thought it was fifty. or sorry... Fifty sixth and ninety second for whatever reason, and then we did get a fourth round compensatory uh, from Anthony Hitchens walking last off season, mm-hmm. right, and signing with the Chiefs based on the money that he got from the Chiefs. We got a fourth round compensatory, so we we have six draft picks in total, right, and and I can see one of them being spent on wide receiver, especially if a guy falls. Right. Like it's such a defensive heavy draft, and it's not really a top heavy draft in terms of wide receivers. Like there might be three wide receivers drafted in the in the uh, the first round this year, I think. But then yeah, you know, like I
0: don't see them moving up to draft a wide receiver. Do you?
1: No, no, I don't think we would move forward at all. It's been a long time since we've done that in the draft, and the last the last time that we did it, it like. For a first-round pick, anyways, was Morris Claiborne, and we know how that turned out. Yeah. So you don't want to get, especially when you've already traded away a draft asset to get Amari. I don't think you can afford to trade away another draft <laughs> asset to move up in in this draft again. Like, because also, like, if you take the draft points into consideration, if you traded ninety, would you say ninety-two and fifty-six? Or ninety and 56? Yes. fifty six. Yes. You trade ninety and 56. eight. Ninety and fifty eight. That might move you up to about forty at the max. So to get yeah, like the second. Yeah.
0: Say not getting to the early third round or anything like that. No,
1: you no no you move in to get to the early second instead of late second by getting rid no of. Second, this,
0: sorry, I thought, sorry, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you get if you traded fifty eight and ninety. Then oh, you, treat both of you, said. Yeah, well, that's the only way you're moving up yes, to only absolutely. 40.
0: you have to go right to this, get a late second round pick or something.
1: for An that. early second. Early second, if thing. you You're cutting out. If you traded your late second and late third from this year, which you have, pick 58 and pick 90, the best you can move up in terms of those draft points is to about the 40, 40th spot, which would be like the eighth pick of the second round. There's no way they do that. No. There's no fucking way they do that. No. No. So, that's, like, that's all, my point. Sorry, you were kind of cutting out there. I was re... Sorry, it
0: was kind of, it was hard, it was hard to understand that. It was yeah, I was
1: just, I was, I was reiterating. Um, yeah. so, I mean, I don't see them making any sort of, um, splash pickup the way they did with Amari. Like, I don't see them... Trading for uh, Antonio Brown. I don't see them... You know what I mean? Like, doing anything like that. No. Um,
0: no, he can't go that crazy either. No. But I think I was the, the one happiest one cowboy one. to get Cooper woman. Well, yeah, not the you, you probably the were. Of, but he, was, he was my favorite player since he came into the league. Uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't been the potential that he can be, but...
1: Well, until he
0: I got to Dallas. he has stuff to prove... Maybe he's on the right team. Maybe he just wasn't uh, the right fit in Oakland.
1: Well, he also made—he, I mean, he made two Pro Bowls when he went to Oakland. He did, and I want to base everything on Pro Bowls. I keep saying that, and then I use it as a stat. But I mean, it's still an accomplishment. And when he's the only wide receiver drafted in the first round in the last whatever it is five years or four years to make a Pro Bowl, and he's made three of them, and he's got thirty-nine touchdowns, and the closest guy to him is twenty-five and he's got damn near 2,000 more receiving yards than any other first-round draft pick in the last four years with their combined stats. That's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, he has the skill to be, I think, a top three wide receiver in the league.
1: But the one thing to point out...
0: Drops is a big thing with him, I think.
1: It used to be. A
0: A little better lately.
1: I can't really remember more than two the entire time he was in Dallas this year. I don't think in my uh, in my memory. Take that for what you will, but um I think that's it's pretty accurate this time. Um what I was going to say is, is the one thing I want to highlight about the I guess the thought process of while it's right to say Amari is a better receiver than any of the wide receivers in the draft this year. So like essentially they got a better receiver than they could have drafted if they didn't right. if they didn't trade away the pick. It's not just that simple clear cut and dry because he's not operating the next 5 years on a rookie based contract. It's yes. actually going to be a fairly ex- not expensive but a higher contract than what a rookie would be. Right, so it's not it's it's a little bit of a great conversation. You know, if he he was half the wide receiver that Amari is, you know, I'm just saying, like skill wise, like like, it's just well, just the fact, yeah, just drafting a wide receiver that is actually you know pretty good. You could throw in there, and you got him on a rookie contract. That's great, but. You know, it is nice having a guy like
0: Amari Cooper, knowing what he can do for your team. But well, he, I think he changed Dak. He's a three-time, he's a three-time thousand-yard. Receiver. It is, it is yep. a little bit expensive. He changed that,
1: bro. But that was something they needed, and they have to. That's, you got to pay for that kind of shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Very good point. That's a good way of wording that. I agree with you. So, you know. Yep. Um. That's all I got for for wide receiver. I guess. Uh, in the tape like in the Tavon versus Cole, you would you would wa- rather Cole, right?
0: I would rather have Cole Beasley, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I think he's gonna go elsewhere.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. And, and I, like
0: I said, maybe Minnesota would be a good fit. That's my that's that would my be uh thought.
1: that would be a hell of a wide receiving room in Minnesota all of a sudden if it's Feeling. Thielen, Thielen, Diggs, Beasley. In. Treadwell, and while Treadwell hasn't been anything in the NFL thus far, who knows? Like, I mean, he's still in that wide receiver room. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I might not be the best judge of wide receivers uh, coming in, into the league because I loved Laquan Treadwell well, coming out of Ole Miss, and a lot of people did. They might, with Linehan now being gone. gone in Dallas, they could always, you never know, they could be talking to BZ and say, hey, we're going to have a different game plan here. We do want to get you more involved because they do know what kind of like that guy got. It is all speculation. It's off-season talk, right? Yeah, because he was just a little upset. He was firing off with the thumbs. Yeah. You know. It's a good way of putting it. So I don't know. I don't know. It'd be nice. I I think he is. He does make a difference on the team. And well, he he can. He gets when he he gets the ball. He can get you out of a lot of third third down situations to get Mm -hmm. you first. Yeah, although yeah. that one season, I swear it seemed like almost every time he got the ball, he made it to he did get a first down. Yeah, his efficiency was it was quite great. ridiculous. So I I don't know. Um, yeah, I just I say I kind of side with Tavon in that regard because we're you gonna definitely get him on the cheap. I we only you really think get him cheaper than Beasley. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Beasley wants to get a paycheck. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, of course he does, uh, and he wants and he wants the rock, and I don't blame him. And I think that the way Dallas is using their their assets and the, the guys that they gotta resign and you don't think he's like those the, five key guys we yeah, keep bringing yeah. up, right? Um, I think all those contracts are inevitable to happen, and they're gonna have to happen, right? So I don't know. I think you can get Tavon on the cheap. Get him for one year. Hopefully you develop a draft pick to the point where you can say bye bye after that and you know what I mean? Who knows?
0: Okay.
1: That's I don't know. To so, put a ball in it, But I don't know, the last thing I guess that we're gonna address is really the number one issue <coughs> or number one number one thing that the Cowboys need to address in this offseason and really you, they've they've gotten called Mark They got until March 5th to get it done, because DeMarcus Lawrence needs to be re-signed, and he has already said he will not sign a second uh, franchise tag. No, but if they don't come up with a contract, the Cowboys will franchise him, and then they'll have until June June 7th, right? Yeah. They're not going to just not. And that
0: should be no option at all, to give him a second franchise tag. That shouldn't even be in discussion. Well, I mean, they've I would, got...
1: I hope that they would come to a...
0: a, a, long, a we hope they're smart enough to come to an agreement before.
1: Yeah, uh, they got, like, nine days to, get, to to make it happen. So, I mean, if they... And, like,
0: this should legit be their number one thought. Morning, afternoon, and night is to get... Fucking Lord signed. Yes. Yeah. he's a key part to our defense. And, Absolutely, like, if, like, he's the leader uh,
1: of the defense. What's that, sorry? He's the leader of the defense.
0: Oh, he is to have ten and a half sacks despite being slowed down like by that torn labrum. Yep, it was unreal.
1: Huge stop run,
0: our biggest stop run for uh, our uh, defensive rush. Yep, he's just leading that, and he's always double teamed. That's why we had like what you addressed earlier, like like would be wicked to get Dominic Sue. Imagine just having him on that line, like, yeah, like, or when they double team. It's like him being in the Rams this year, right? They double team Donald, and Sue's right there. Yeah, but I don't think we have the money to sign him. I don't know. If
1: I don't know. How well, we. I mean, we got fifty-five million, bro. What kind might, of contract I mean, do you sign him to? Just realistically, one year. What did he make it? it, it what it did, might- Hold on, we're kind of talking over each other a little bit, and I don't want to have to start playing that drop again. But let's pull up Sue's uh, contract for the one year last year. I think it was around like six million he made for the Rams. It wasn't very much.
0: I, I believe But that's their worst mistake to put uh, a second tag on Fourteen Lawrence, million. He's a hold right now.
1: What? Are you fucking kidding me? They paid him fourteen million.
0: Yeah, he had a big one year contract. Yeah.
1: Guaranteed. Shit. Well, that didn't happen. So. I don't even really want them that bad. I, I don't know. I was just kind of thinking they've got $55 million and they can maybe use some of it to go all in on an Earl Thomas and a, you know what I mean, a suit. And that's like... like they're going to average under 13 points against the game. With the rest of the pieces they got on that defense, he had those two. Jesus, that's my opinion. I don't know. I think he would fit perfect. But like Marinelli likes that, the the guy that it's a speed guy from the one and three tech. So I don't know how much of a a speed rusher, intense motor and in Dominican Su guy is going to be for sixteen games plus for the Cowboys. So like, is he a Marinelli guy? I don't know. well yeah I'm a, I think he does plug up a defense though he's he kind does. Of a guy that yeah he's a little bit troublesome if you if, if you roll reverse it and we would have had a Dominican Sue playing for us against the Rams in the playoffs like how different does that game look
0: yeah like you go with our defense being uh ranked top five and rush defense yeah and like I said like I said we average 94.6 yards a game Seahawks, they come in Dallas, being the number one rushing attack. Yep. We hold them to the, the fucking seventy three yards. Yeah. And then we fucking go into L.A. and we give up the most fucking yards all the year in the first half. Like that is we so gave up, two, up
1: We gave up two hundred five more rushing yards rushing. Two hundred yards rushers. We, but we gave up two hundred five more yards rushing than we did the week prior to the number one rushing attack in the league. That's what bothers yeah. me the most, and I think that. Uh, what's his name there? Antoine Woods, the human log, was a little bit more fucking injured than we were led to believe going into that Rams game. I think I think it showed on the tape. And again, I'll keep saying it: the Sean Lee being subbed in for full drives on back-to-back touchdown drives, taking sh- taking Jalen off the field and then taking Leighton off the field was just absurd. Absurd loyalty. From a team that didn't have the loyalty to give the fucking team back to Romo. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah,
0: there is no way that Lee should have been on that field, for as much as he did, and having Jalen and LV I agree. separate as much, like, what the hell were they thinking? I don't know. Honestly, I was bro, giving the, a
1: veteran the, the four of the, the four snaps that he played in the season finale against the Giants, i watched the all twenty-two, and I literally. For the first time ever, on a cowboy named like named Sean Lee wearing fucking five zero on the field, did I rewind a play and laugh out loud profusely at how lost he was in what was going on, and it was sad to see. But then I listened to Locked On Cowboys, and there's Marcus Mo- uh, Marcus Moser saying the same goddamn thing about the play. I'm like, okay, like other people are seeing the same thing on the all twenty two. This is This is crazy. Like, we're down a Sean Lee player on the field. Like, he's done. The player that he was is still a great mind. Yeah. I hope he. Maybe he could get in. I I hope he has a change of thought the way Witten did when you start gearing up to welcome the rookies to your team right after the draft, and you got to start going in for voluntary workouts and such. And it's just like you know what? Maybe I don't have it in the tank to do this one more time. And, and he says, you know what, let me be a part of the coaching staff. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to lose him for our from our culture I think that he, we've built. Because he's I, a Garrett guy. So he can push the coach's message and make sure the locker room isn't lost. That and I believe he, he is a great... He does see the football field differently. And it just was unfortunate that he didn't have the gameplay this season to be... Not to say that he had to knock the rust off, but like I said before, these people are... They're people, they're not numbers. They're people, they're not really n- numbers, so... Yeah, yeah. You know, they... I don't no, know.
0: No, can we, can, we, can we blame... Can we really put it all on, though, Sean Lee? It's a little uh,
1: unfair. It's a little overboard. If, like,
0: put it all on him, because he was on the field for so much that this is why we can't really all put it on just him.
1: Well, but... what was the final score of that game? Do you remember? 30... 3220 was it? 30 uh, 20 30, 30, 30 to 22 30 to 22 I believe is what it was. Um I think it was that yeah, 3022, yeah. So they gave up the f- they gave up 14 points on two drives at the end of that that first half where he played the most in that game and then they gave up uh, 10 points the entire second half when he didn't play anymore.
0: Two field goals, the
1: first two drives. Was it a three? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they were out. Possession scored, like two to one, but we were winning seven six. I actually remember we had this yeah. exact conversation because when you said that about the, and then they only gave up ten points. Yeah. To the rest once he was out, and that was so true. Yeah. And it was those two drives that blew that game That's open. Kind of like I said, I think it's a different defense him walking in now, and it was just that uh, you said he it was lost on it. it. Yeah, he can't match. The, it's it's He can't, He is, like, I mean, let's be honest. Like, you say they're not just names and numbers, and you're absolutely right. They're men. Well, let's talk about a guy that's never been able to stay healthy, no matter how talented he is, and Sean Lee. True. And here's a freaking nature in in uh, Layton. Like, the, kid, the kid's got the biggest friggin' trap muscles ever. You know what I mean? He looks like that neck mean. He looks like he looks like that robot they show on uh, NFL Network at the start. You know. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he yeah, yeah. is that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I don't. Know. You're right. I think I think Brandon just muted us because he just hit that thing so hard. That's hilarious. Mm. He's hacking up a lung. Look at him. <laughs> we. Uh, That's funny. But yeah, I mean... I I can even... It sounds funny, but to even related to when we play football. And if you were to... You just throw somebody else out there that's... Yeah, put a 21-year-old out there and and blank names spot. You you start having these guys playing so well all season, and then you throw one of the the guys that played that spot... Usually, and they've played it forever, and they've had this great mind, but it's like you're just seeing what a difference it is when we have those other guys in Mm -hmm. there... Much better our defense is, and that's what it was with having Jalen and Leighton out there as a team, yeah. Just and just knowing what the other one's gonna do, like, mm-hmm. there's things that we yeah, yeah, you yeah, really, yeah, absolutely. That's really, what I was trying to say, like, as the like, they're not just a name and a number, they're they're they people. know, yeah. And know. one's a guy that can never stay healthy, and there's a guy in a tip top shape of his life, mm-hmm. he's a freaking nature, and he can do things on the football field that Sean Lee just can't anymore. And Jalen came to a, a, a a point where he expected his partner to be at a certain spot, and it allowed him to do certain things. And then when Sean Lee's not able to, it puts Jalen at it in a handcuffed spot. And all of a sudden, we're getting gashed for 278 fucking yards in the run day in the run game. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. By CJ Anderson. So but, I know I know exactly. this won't I know this won't happen, but just say the worst case scenario with Demarcus Lawrence and. They have to put that second franchise tag on them. Okay. What does that... What does our outlook now for the Dallas Cowboys defense, like, in his situation now with the franchise?
1: Well, then you would...
0: Like, he's holding out now and, like, just pissed right off now two years in a row.
1: Well, he, he happily signed the franchise tag last year on the first day of free agency. As soon as they applied it to him. So, I don't know about this point of two years in a row. Um, That's true.
0: Uh,
1: again, if they put the franchise tag on him, it's just to give themselves four more months to talk with his agent. That's all it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, so, yeah, that's, that's how it would be. but I mean, if you wanna, if you you wanna post the hypothetical, if they if March fifth comes around and they haven't been able to work out a deal and they need to franchise tag them, then that means they have, without doing any other moves, they have thirty five mil left to work with in free agency and to sign their draft picks. That's like that's, that's what that hypothetical means.
0: I completely stat that I looked up when I was looking at the Seattle Seahawks and they're about to sign I think one of their defensive tackles. I, I'm not too sure. I can't uh, recall
1: Frank Clark. What I
0: read, but um, what's that, sorry?
1: Was it Frank Clark?
0: I think so. About how they are one of three teams that haven't used a franchise tag in the last eight years. Yes. But. <clears throat> I, uh, I can't recall who the other two were. Um, I don't know either Maybe we'll have to get Johnny to
1: look it up here. That's a... That's a... That's a, broad that's a go- crazy stat. broad Google search him. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that is kind of crazy. Uh, I'm trying to guess who hasn't used the who franchise tag in the last eight years. Besides them. I might think the Packers haven't used the franchise tag. And...
0: Patriots?
1: Hmm. I was kind of thinking Patriots.
0: I can't recall if they have.
1: There's three teams that haven't in the last eight Uh, years? Is that what it is?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Well, Johnny looks that up. Um, We've basically, I guess, hit all of our uh, points on the dot. Hit all, hit all our points on the docket here. Um, but is there anything that's come up uh, other than Robert Kraft's... Uh, he's a craft single. Either that or that's what he throws at those his, his ladies of the night. He just throws singles at them.
0: See, it's like out here, they throw uh, loonies and toonies at the strippers, eh? So he'd be in our... He'd come to and there would be Kraft sitting there at Perv Road throwing cheese slices at all the strippers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's,
1: the craft. that's funny, bud. I don't know what's funnier, throwing craft singles or throwing loonies and toonies at strippers <laughs> in Edmonton. Yeah. <laughs> oh Welcome man. to Alberta. All right, that's going to turn into a drop. <laughs> it's going to turn into... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Alberta. That's funny. Oh, shit. Um... So there's nothing else that you said th- that you can think of uh, across the league?
0: Um, like, maybe how good would it be to see LeBron Bell maybe... Go
1: to Indianapolis. Did you just call him LeBron Belly?
0: No, LeBron Bell. I swear to God you said
1: LeBron, bro. You did. You did. You said LeBron Bell. I did LeBron. LeBron. To see
0: LeBron Bell maybe go to Indianapolis. Did you
1: just call him LeBron Belly?
0: No, LeBron Bell.
1: I know that it was LeBron. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that's so funny. Um, to go where?
0: Like, one quote that earlier in uh, one of the episodes about AB going to Indianapolis.
1: It, did we? AB going to Indianapolis?
0: Our, sorry, not, sorry. Labour on Bell. <laughs> Brandon's higher BNG. than Josh Gordon. I think mm-hmm. I'm higher than
1: Josh Gordon
0: right now. Um, hmm. Let's start over. Edit, edit, cut,
1: cut. Okay. And action.
0: Such. What? Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. I love <laughs> Scotch. Scotch, <laughs> Scotch, Scotch.
1: I missed that, that was
0: funny. I love Scotch. Uh,
1: Ron? So what do you want to talk about, bud?
0: What did we go over here? I'm just
1: I don't know. Look over We had a better conversation Mike on the phone earlier. Let's let's get as Mike said last week, let's get some let's get some content going here. Let's, let's get, get some off the cuff shit. Let's get some content going here. You got any other teams we wanna talk about? What about the Bears? You guys like the Bears? Fuck the Bears.
0: We're gonna release Bob... their kicker Parkley. Cody Park mm-hmm.
1: Cody Parkey? You can go back to <laughs> Brandon, you, should, you should just start sound they should just start doing the like uh, like scout talk and just k- giving the team and the number. Yeah, I like uh I like fifty and blue and silver to get cut this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't have any round first two uh, round picks in the draft. So that's tough. They don't have any picks. One, two, three who? oh yeah cause they trade them all away to have Mitchell Trubisky on their fucking team yeah yeah it's hilarious okay guys so uh that's basically uh all we got for this week on this episode um bit of a different episode it was uh you know the three of us all Cowboys fans we figured we'd give you a Cowboys only episode um so hopefully you enjoyed that maybe we get some new listeners because of it um you know, we're not always, a ca- this Cowboys have but you know, we always do touch on the Cowboys a bit. Pause. <laughs> Sounded a little suspect there. Always going to touch on the Cowboys. I'm going to edit that. We're always going to talk Cowboys, uh, but we definitely did it more so than uh, normal tonight. Um, so, if you agree or disagree or anything about it, uh, any of the topics that we spoke about tonight, then, uh, You know, you can, you can email us at talkingpigskinpodcast at gmail.com, uh, hit us on Twitter, talking underscore pigskin, uh, check out the Instagram page, it's always, uh, where you can find the cover art for every episode, um, also the Facebook page, right, uh, Talking Pigskin Podcast, um, Brandon, any uh, final thoughts?
0: Um, No, it's just uh, just going to be a little nerve-wracking these next few days. it uh, be interesting to see what the Cowboys do here. Okay. With Marcus Lawrence. Um, yeah,
1: D-Law line eager. one, right? Let right. us know if you disagree with that, if D-Law is not line one for you. If you don't think we should sign D-Law, like we might call you crazy. But maybe it, yeah. But let us know. Maybe I mean, maybe you make a good point. Maybe you make maybe you soften our uh, our stance, like like the green guest did to uh, did to me about the Aaron Rodgers contract and and how it might uh, hinder them continuing to uh, build their roster or be able to. Right. So we always like the uh, the fan interaction. So. Or the listener interaction, I should say. I, want to call. I don't want to think we have fans. Nope. We, you are all our peers. Yes, our equals. Or we're, greater thans. We're all peers, and we'd love to hear from each and every one of you. Absolutely. Um, so hit so us up with a shit talk or with the agreeance. <laughs> you know? We love it all. Absolutely. Um, Alright. Brandon, thanks for... Uh, uh, thanks for doing the video chat. I think that worked better than the phone call this, for this episode.
0: Yeah, guys, good episode. Phone uh, video chat was uh, definitely a good upgrade.
1: Yeah, as it as it cuts out and and shit right now.
0: Can we ask so much?
1: Absolutely. All right, brother. Uh, until right, next guys. time. Let the gavel swing.
0: Get out of my sight, you fuck. Uh, thanks a lot. Boom. I think I will swing. You guys have a good week.
1: Two. Dismissed. Dismissed.